Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hi friends, happy Monday. We're so excited to be in your ears this week and hope that you have had an incredible start to the week. Hi Beck, how are you my love? I'm so good. I feel like we haven't done one of these for so long together Um, and because we've been interviewing other people and all the things. So I'm really excited to be here with you today. Oh, I've been missing you too. It's been a bit sad. I've been struggling with the flu, so hence this husky, sexy voice I've got going on. But we are super pumped um, to be on the podcast today. We have a super exciting week. Um, We are so pumped to be talking at the Ready Set uh, Dance Conference this Sunday. It looks incredible. Incredible. I've never been to a Ready Set Dance conference before, but I know it has always sounded like it's been an incredible event, Beck. Yeah, absolutely amazing. The energy in the room is going to be insane and such a beautiful group of studio owners. So we absolutely can't wait to inspire all of you um, and can't wait to actually speak at the event. It's so exciting. Yeah, for sure. If you're a Ready Set Dance studio owner, make sure you drop us a DM because we can't wait to meet you on the day. We'd love to introduce ourselves. Come over and say hi. We would love to meet you. I'm doing it as well as running nine Minji concerts. So I've got all the things going on this weekend. It's going to be a bit crazy. But, you know, the things we do as studio owner life, huh? Yeah, totally. And uh, it's that crazy time of year where everybody's doing their mid-year concerts and, you know, getting ready for, for all of that stuff, but also an exciting time of year. I love I love concerts. I love performances. It's always the best time for the kids oh, too. Oh, for sure. That's why we do it, right? Anyway, today we are here to talk about investing in yourself. And we are so excited to be talking about that because it's something both Beck and I are super passionate about. Yeah, totally. I think, you know, when you start investing in yourself, it's a game changer for everything in your life, your business, your family, you know, and of course yourself. And I think that if you can even just do one of the things we're talking about today and just change up a small thing, it can make a huge difference. And Amanda and I are both very, very passionate about doing that. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about some different ways that you invest in yourself. Um, Beck, I know you're really big investing in your health. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. Um, So I committed a few years ago now um, to really going to the gym at least three times a week. Um, I'm very, very strict on that within my own self. And just in getting 10,000 steps a day, which is harder than you think. It is actually hard to get those steps up. Um, But, you know, I actively just make sure that I'm doing it. And I think when you do invest in yourself, it's actually making a commitment and a promise. And that's the biggest thing that I can say to you is even if it's eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night and I haven't done my steps, I will walk around the house. So it's like you're either going to commit to it and be consistent or you're not. Um, And that it's it's black and white for me. I'm absolutely committed. I am consistent. And that is what's going to happen every single day. And it has totally changed my life. I mean, I've lost 17 kilos in the process. I feel super fit and healthy. And I think... You know, it just makes me have more energy for my family, for my business, for all the things. That's incredible. That is such an inspiring story. That would be amazing. But, you know, there's so much to it. And we know that successful people invest in themselves. They invest in themselves for uh, their health, their mental health. 
their family, they invest in their business training and we know that that's what makes a successful person. So really think about how are you investing in yourself um, if you want to be a successful person because isn't that the goal? Isn't that why we're all here, right? To become the most successful version of ourselves. I'm really big in, um, you know, investing in self self growth as well um, and you know I do a lot of online courses I listen to a lot of podcasts I take in a lot of content I've just signed up for masterclass oh my god it is incredible if you haven't checked that out it is amazing and there is so many great inspiring stories and I think it's so important to you know invest in you know your self-growth and how you can become a better version of yourself Yeah, totally. Amanda and I are both big believers in this. And that's because by investing in a studio and a group, a little bit like what we run now is really how the two of us, one, connected, but two, changed the way that we did business. And I think that's the big game changer. And, you know, we still invest you know, in a, we've both got a coach at the moment um, to, to help us to grow and to be inspired, but also to be kept accountable. Mm. I think if you don't have that person or that group that's keeping you accountable and keeping you on track, I always say this, I know, but you just start running and then you just keep running and keep running and you never, ever actually get stuff done and you don't feel like you're hitting those goals. And when you feel like you're hitting goals, then you really get excited about things and you get inspired and that's when, you know, the, the real growth can happen. But if you're not hitting those goals, you just feel like you're constantly running, you get exhausted, you get run down and you don't feel inspired. Yeah, for sure. And celebrating those goals as well and those milestones when you hit them. Because as business owners, there's no one here to give us a pat on the back. There's no one giving us the gold Rolex. There's no one doing any of those things that you have in corporate world. Uh, We've got to, you know, find those little moments of success for ourselves and celebrate them every single time. I'm all about the celebrations. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's getting off the track a little bit, Amanda, but I'm so about setting those goals. Like, I think we forget to do that, Mm. you know, and your goal should be around you all the time. Like my goal are next to me on my bedside table. They're in my office at work. They are constantly around me. I share them with everyone around me. My staff know the goals of the studio. My family know all my goals. I'm constantly talking about how they're going to happen. They're going to happen. They're going to happen. So because I'm always doing that, um, I think it's so, so important for you guys to make sure that you are actually looking at them every single day and reminding yourself why you're working hard, why you're getting up early, why you're doing all the things that you're doing. Um, Amanda, I know you and Nathan have a really cool thing that you do for goals which I'd love you to share with our listeners (laughs) everyone's just gonna think I'm an alcoholic that's the (laughs) issue (laughs) no I am a really visual person you know um I think as creatives most of us are um and I I love seeing my goals in front of me so in my fridge next to my milk I have the bottles of verve the bottles of Moe, whatever that is, with tags around their neck, you know, the numbers I want to achieve, you know, financial goals, uh, student numbers in specific programs, a whole heap of things. So that every day when I'm making cereal for my kids, you know, I look at those numbers and think, oh my gosh, wouldn't that bottle go down nicely this weekend? And, you know, really inspire myself and look at it and think, am I there yet? Am I close to there yet? I am all about that. On top of that, we have goal setting sheets all over our studio um, for my whole team to see, because I think it's important not just for you to have these things, but also for your staff to know what the goal is and know what the reward is as well at the end of it and be able to see them visually every single day in your office. Yeah, I know there's so many studio owners out there who are 
scared to share numbers and goals with their staff. And I really would love you to try and flip your thinking on this because I think it is so imperative that we actually can keep our staff motivated through numbers and that it's okay to say to staff, we want to get to 250 preschoolers and help them to find those 250 preschoolers and help them to be involved in that process. My staff love that. They actually get so, so excited about that. Yeah, they do. Give them the opportunity. It's meant to be a team game. Business is a team game. It's not you by yourself. And it will be so much more fun and so much more rewarding for both you and your staff if you can all jump in the game together and all play to win together. It is such a valuable thing. So make sure you're sharing those goals with your staff. But investing ourselves, we also really believe in, you know, investing in our own mental health and our own mental well-being where that's giving ourselves time every day, you know, whether whatever that looks like for you, you know, it's setting healthy habits, it's, you know, giving yourself time, you know, whether it's you going to the gym or having a time to meditate or doing yoga or whatever those things are for you, you know, life can be busy, you know, I've got three children, um, Beck has five, it's incredible, um, you know, but we need to find time for ourselves. So what are some things that you do with habits around, you know, investing in time for yourself, Beck? Yeah, I mean, definitely going for a walk. I think that I love, you know, and I used to hate walking, but I actually love it now. Um, I think reading or listening to podcasts. I'm in the car. I am always having a podcast on. um, And I think that can be so, so inspiring. And you always get something out of that podcast. Um, And I think just doing that for yourself is really, really cool. Um, It gets crazy, but I think I want to ask you guys to ask yourselves, what's the first thing you do every day when you wake up? Because most of us wake up, roll over, get on our phone and start scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. So you're looking at someone else's life, essentially. Um, And I'm trying to get out of that habit. So the first thing I do every single day is get up and make my bed. Now that might sound really silly to you, but it is actually doing something for myself so that I know when I go to bed that night, I'm getting into a beautifully made bed. And we all know that's much better than getting into a horrible, messy bed. Things like that is just a game changer because you're actually going, you know what? I am important. I am enough today and I'm going to do that for myself. Um, Tell me some things you do, Amanda. Look, I'm doing my best. We're all trying to make it work and, you know, I'm definitely no absolute saint with things, but I do try to take time to myself. Um, I love going to float tanks. I'm all about a float tank and a sauna. So I take time to myself once a fortnight to do that um, is super important. Um, But I do things like, you know, I put the podcast in it, like you said, and, you know, we've all got to do mum life stuff or house chores or whatever that is. But, you know, I put the AirPods in while I'm doing it so that I, at least I feel like I'm doing something for myself whilst I'm hanging out the washing, you know, cleaning the house, whatever that is. Um, and I think that can be so, so valuable as well. Okay. I'm, I'm going to the float tank because that was <laughs> Have so... I not told you this before? I think you have, but can I just say I have a total fear of it. And I also like... I would, I just don't think I could lay there for that long. It's like incredible. I don't even like laying somewhere when someone's doing a beauty treatment on me. Like I used to get my eyelashes done, but I couldn't lay there for that long with my eyes closed because I would just get so frustrated. I think it's just incredible to force yourself to not have a phone for an hour. Because I like that. it is amazing. Like you don't realise like how much you touch your phone and how much you're at the mercy of everybody else. So I think forcing yourself, you know, I do a sauna first and then I have a flight. So I'm normally there for about two and a half hours and you're not allowed to have a phone in any of those things. So you can't touch it. You can't just check it. You can't just see if anyone's messaged you or whatever it is. I'm so all about it. It's taking time away. I am off the grid. It is just for me. 
I love it. Plus I fall asleep. It's great. And I also find my best business ideas come in there, which I think is the interesting thing, you know, and I also find the same when I'm on holidays. I always get my best business ideas when I'm on holidays. And that's why I actually think that taking holidays, I'm going to Thailand uh, next week, week after, um, because I actually think that's investing in myself and my business because I know my good ideas always come when I'm on holidays because I need to be removed from the situation. I need to not be checking Facebook. I need to not be looking at my emails and thinking about the day-to-day running of my business. I need to remove myself from the situation, whether that's in a float tank or in Thailand or with cocktails, like whatever that works for you. Um, that's when I get my best business ideas, when I'm removed from the day-to-day and I can focus on big picture stuff. Yeah, totally agree. I always get mine when I'm on a walk or Mm. listening to a podcast. Yeah. You know, like I'll get that idea just from that one thing that that person says. Um, Sometimes it's on the walk listening to the podcast, Amanda. Mm. Um, But yeah, totally agree. When you can remove yourself. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever done with like no phone days where you absolutely have no phone, no I've tried. Yeah. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard, but it is so good because you actually live in the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think that's so important as well. You know, I actively try at night now when I get home from the studio to have my phone away from me um, mm. at least a few times a week so that I'm actually in the moment. Even if it's in the moment watching television, at yeah. least I'm in the moment. Like, yes. you know, because I'm the sort of person that if my phone's there – I don't even watch television properly. I'm constantly responding to messages or emails or whatever it might be. Um, And just putting that phone away and putting it away from you and then being in the moment of that can even be so powerful. Yeah, so, so good. Look, I've tried to do it and it's hard even on the weekends, Mm -hmm. but I – Try not to look at it too much on the weekends. I'm a big thing in removing apps. I think I've told you about that before, Beck. So I delete my email app. I delete Slack, which is our staff communication app. Um, you know, all of those sort of things. I delete those over the weekends so that I'm not just tempted to quickly look at them. Because, you know, sometimes it's like that automatic press. Like you can't help yourself and you just press it and you're like, why did I even check my emails? I didn't want to. And then that email sitting there that, you know, you didn't really want to read, but now you can't help yourself because you can see the first line and you want to read it. Yeah. Yeah. Of that cranky parent who, yeah. you know, their child had a bad experience that day. And it's yeah. it's really not life or death. I always say to my staff, like, what you allow will continue. You know, mm. if you allow yourself to do that, then you've got to deal with it and it's all the things um, or you're going to overthink it. Or you can just, you know, teach yourself to not deal with that and and realise that it's not life or death the majority of the time anyway. Yeah, for sure. It's just dance and we know that dance is incredible, but it's just dance as well. So, you know, that that email can wait till Monday. You know, the lawyer doesn't check their emails on the weekend. You shouldn't have to either. That's my big belief. But anyway, um, we were talking about investing and we got off topic. We started talking about float tags, but you know, that's fun. That's part of the, (laughs) that's part of the fun. We are also big believers, very obviously, in investing in yourself in business and, you know, keeping current, keeping up to date with the current trends. You know, back in the day, you used to, um, you know, put an ad in the paper. And then that was it. That was it. Like, that's all that happened. But, um, you know, things have changed and things are changing quickly now. So you need to be investing in yourself um, for growth, but also for accountability. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think we see so many studio owners who still have that old mindset of advertising. 
And, you know, everyone now is on social media. It's it's constantly in our faces and we need to be constantly on social media. We need to be updating all the time. If you're only posting once a month on your socials, how does your community know what you're doing in there? And let's use it to our advantage. Like we can now show them the amazing things that we're doing in class. And I don't necessarily mean teaching amazing dance. I actually mean creating confidence in these performers, you know, helping them to um, achieve like different things within their cognitive development helping them to achieve emotional things you know like mental health stuff like that stuff is so valuable we do it we forget to share it yep so it's so so important you know we are big believers and i know you all will agree that that dancer who you know lands that professional gig they get that first professional gig is that it that it for them then does that mean they never take class again no, that would be crazy. That performer is still investing in their training all the time. They're still going back to classes. They're still doing the basics. They're still doing plies at the bar or whatever that is for them constantly because they need to keep their training going. Just like us as business owners, we need to keep our training going. We need to keep it at the forefront of our mind and we need to keep it current as well. Yeah, totally. And I think that's the key, like, you know, keep learning, keep updating. And if you're not doing that, you definitely need to start um, because it is an ever-changing world, but it's also an exciting world and Mm. it's giving us so much more opportunity actually. And if you can flip your mindset on that and think, right, this is the opportunity for me to show so many more people how amazing my studio is, um, flip your mindset and absolutely go for it. Yeah, for sure. So obviously we own Dance Principles United tribe we would love to have you as a member in our tribe it's an incredible community of people who are studio owners who are going to match your future studio owners that are going to push you to be the best version of yourself grow your revenue increase your retention and have the studio of your dreams so the tribe is open for enrollments at the moment you can just jump onto danceprinciplesunited.com to find all the details over there Um, we've got some incredible things going on in there and we're so excited for the future of our tribe yeah, it's, it's ever evolving um, and we just, the thing we love most is the community, mm. you know, and no one gets what it's like to be a studio owner except other studio owners uh, and it's just so great to be in that community where everyone understands, everyone's helping you um, and supporting each other um, and learning and growing and that's what we're passionate about. Amanda and I are just so passionate about studio owners owning the studio of their dreams. Yeah, for sure. So make sure you jump over and check it out. Drop us a DM if you have any questions whatsoever but we'd love to have you in the group for those ready set dance studios we cannot wait to see you this weekend at the conference it will be incredible and we will be back in your ears next monday absolutely remember just one inspiring thing today make sure that you do it thanks guys invest in yourself bye